Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Welcome back to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dennis and Jamie. How are you two doing? Hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, you know, COVID times, that's the best you can do is just get on by sometimes. Yep. Um, cool. Uh, Dennis, how are you doing? Living yeah, living? I'm still alive. I literally had not realized I've been muted this whole time and oh. just, you know, talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that. no, I'm good. I've done that. <laughs> I've done that a few times myself. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. Normally, I'd preamble a little bit, but holy cow, there's a lot of shit to get through this week. It was a ton of, ton of like companies announcing things for this year and next year too, and it was just fucking crazy. So we're just gonna dive in. As always, we talk about the no cost games. Uh, PlayStation Plus announced their games for March. Uh, this will include the Final Fantasy VII Remake, Farpoint, Maquette, and Remnant. Uh, I think Remnant is a largely well-received game, although I do have that on Epic because that was free yep. as an Epic Game Store game. So that's kind of like a eh. I think the big one is the Final Fantasy VII Remake, but in typical uh, PlayStation Plus fashion. It wouldn't be a PlayStation Plus selection without some controversy. I know there was the <laughs> one with the control this time. Uh, they literally announced a PS5 version of the Final Fantasy VII Remake, but this one that you'll be getting does not include an upgrade path to that version. So you're basically just getting the PS4 version without any upgrade path, presumably. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of this? Good? Not so. Yeah, good. I mean, I think that the the overall list that they they put out is pretty good. Uh, that maquette game seems kind of interesting. It's like a puzzle game. Uh, but yeah, the Final Fantasy VII stuff is kind of iffy. Like, I don't know. I, I I appreciate that they're trying to get the game in more people's hands, but it kind of sucks that like if you got a PS Five, <laughs> you're still gonna have to pay potentially seventy dollars to to play it or whatever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and who knows? They might come out with some kind of like upgrade path down the road. We were talking about that a little bit, but it just seems a little shady to like 
give it for free and not at least give some kind of upgrade path. But yeah, I haven't picked it up, right. so I'm gonna grab it because I've been wanting to play that for a while. So yeah, I'm kind of glad I waited to like I I had been playing it and then I just kind of stopped and then I was like maybe I'll wait until they announce a PS5 uh, patch or something and then sure enough they did. So kind of glad I waited to go back to it. Yeah. Um, Epic Game Store has Sunless Sea as its free game for this month or this week. Sorry, um, looks fine. I I don't know if it's a game I'm necessarily gonna like stop what I'm doing to go play, but I did add it to my library. And then next week is War Game Red Dragon. Uh, again, a game that I'm probably just gonna add to my collection and not quite <laughs> play anytime soon. But still, yeah, I always appreciate the free Epic games. So. Nice. Um, BlizzCon uh, happened uh, last weekend, and yep. um, a lot of good stuff announced. Uh, not maybe anything too revelatory. Uh, I think the big thing was probably the Diablo two resurrected. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, they did announce that there was a Blizzard Arcade collection announced, which is some of their older games in a collection. Looked like it was like slightly remastered, but with also some like the original uh, stuff as well. So I don't know too many people who are chiming for those games, but uh, it'll be available. And uh, I think it's actually available now, I want to say. Yeah, I, I think that they like announced it and it was like available as soon as they finished announcing it or like the next hour or something like that. Because I, I saw it on the store already. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's, again, my thing, but uh, still, it's cool that they, they announced that. Um, yeah, I'm, they're decent games. They're just all Super Nintendo, so if you're not <laughs> itching to play old Super Nintendo Rock and Roll Racing or Lost Vikings, I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, World of Warcraft Shadowlands Patch 9.1 Chains of Domination announced. doesn't seem like this was... like. Normally, uh, World of Warcraft, they announce a new expansion. This was just a patch, which I thought was kind of weird, but... Yeah, since, I mean, Shadowlands just came out, uh, what, December? So, I mean, I wouldn't be expecting them to announce a full expansion just yet. So they just, yeah, I mean, they basically just showed us what the content in the next patch will be. Uh, It looks like we'll be battling Sylvanas, which is what everyone kind of expected would happen at some point in this expansion, so... Uh, yeah, eh. not very exciting, but you know, expected. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was just kind of interesting that they still felt the need to announce something, even if it was not quite a full expansion yet. Right. So, yeah. Um, they did announce that the uh, World of Warcraft Classic was getting the Burning Crusade. So, yay! <laughs> yeah. Can somebody explain that to me, actually? So, with Classic, are they basically is this? the first expansion back when you know world of warcraft yes, yes. was yeah oh okay so, so they, are they <laughs> so classic basically came out it then, yeah huh? classic came out and and they basically had everything released up to the the first raid or something when it first dropped and they've been you know mm-hmm. slowly releasing like the 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 initial vanilla content uh, over the last year and then, uh, yeah, now they're getting to the Burning Crusade because people are running out of things to do, which makes sense. But oh. yeah, it, 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it literally is just they just brought it back to the present, and it's gonna sort of follow the same expansion timeline. Yeah, I'm curious to see like one the cadence at which they're gonna release these, and two like mm -hmm. how far are they gonna let it go? Like, will they stop right. at Cataclysm? Like, because Cataclysm basically like wiped out all the old classic map and and uh, changed everything. Oh, so yeah. I don't know, maybe they'll have to do some sort of rotating thing where, like, they get to a certain point and then they just reboot it again, because it just seems like at some point uh, you're going to have to decide, like, how far into Classic you're going to want to play again. It just seems, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I also wonder, too, if they're going to charge people for this, because... Oh, yeah. I would hope not. Like, okay, say you're someone who played World of Warcraft, you pay for this expansion, and then now they've added this Classic... Could you hypothetically be, be play, paying again for the same expansion you bought like eons ago? Yeah, that would be dumb. I yeah. I would think that they would just say like, okay, everything that you owned already, if we re-release in Classic, you still own it. It's just, you know, you get to play it again. But who knows? Mm. I've been wrong before. Don't, don't prove me wrong, Blizzard. Just do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I. it does seem a little sketchy possibly but i imagine they probably won't charge for it i mean they get enough from subscriptions and stuff that like yeah yeah i, yeah. I imagine they could probably just get away with just giving people it i mean like, i could just go play the burning crusade dungeons on my level you know 100 or whatever i guess it's 60 now level 60 character and yeah. and do everything without having to try i guess if i really want to experience it uh, if they did that but yeah hmm cool um, on to, uh, Hearthstone, the World of Warcraft card expansion that I probably, I talk about way more often than anybody ever probably does, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. they got their new expansion, Forged in the Barrens. Uh, this is the new expansion that's going to be launching alongside the new core set, which they also detailed 235 new cards, a lot of which are returning cards, but they've been tweaked. So some of the cards in the core set have like lower mana cost or minions have different attack and health. Uh, so I was actually going through the whole core set and looking at that. It was kind of interesting. But in terms of like the new expansion, uh, there's a new uh, keyword as Hearthstone tends to do. They always introduce a new keyword and then forget about it two expansions later. This one's called <laughs> Frenzy. So basically, if a minion survives an attack, it has an effect. Uh, they showed one where uh, a legendary minion uh, survived damage and then dealt his attack as damage to the enemy minion. So there's some there's some cool stuff there. Mm. Um, I've already pre-ordered my my expansion for this because of course it's Hearthstone. I have to. But uh, no, this this seems to be going back to. They were talking about this of, of doing something kind of more so focused on the horde and then another one based on the alliance and then having them kind of go head to head down the road. So it's hmm. just kind of interesting that they seem to be setting up, at least in this year, a very much horde and alliance focused set of expansions. So, yeah. Hearthstone, okay. maybe not the most exciting thing, but it still keeps going. And oh, they did also introduce a new mercenaries mode, which seemingly kind of seems like Slay the Spire, maybe also kind of like your raid shadow legends a little bit, where you have certain heroes that you level up. So interesting. Really? 
Yeah. It, uh, they didn't detail too much and apparently it's coming a little bit later in the year, but like they did mention that like you would have certain heroes that you could like level up and they would have certain abilities and stuff. So definitely a little different than what Hearthstone currently is, but, uh, I think that's what gets people in. Cause I know a lot of people have been playing the new game modes, like battlegrounds and stuff, and they don't even touch the core game mode. They just play the little offshoots that they've been coming up with. So that's mm-hmm. there's that that's probably coming like march 23rd because i think the pre-orders end march 22nd so people are saying that it's probably march 23rd that's coming out so and if you haven't played hearthstone in a while the corset will basically give you an amount of cards equal to your level so if you haven't played in a while and maybe you just want to start fresh they did say that the corset was for people who are playing for the first time but also people who are uh maybe returning to hearthstone and haven't played in a while so Now's a good time to get back into Hearthstone if you haven't already. Um, next up, Diablo 4. Didn't get too much, but they did reveal that, uh, shocker, there's going to be a rogue class in the game. Yep. Looked cool. Yeah, yeah I, I'm interested. I mean, Diablo 4, I've, it's been on my radar for a while. I think it's still probably a ways off before we actually see it, but uh, yeah, so it was cool that they showed off the rogue. Um, is that the, what? What does that put them at? Four classes now they've announced because they had yeah. barbarian. Uh, what else? The other two, druid, druid, uh, wizard, wizard. Yeah, yeah, and then rogue. Yeah, I hope we get necromancer. That would be cool. Yeah, that's that, whenever I play these types of games, I'm always like, how how can I play as a necromancer in this? I want to raise some <laughs> skeletons. Right. Uh, speaking of Necromancer, Diablo 2 Resurrected got formally announced. This has been rumored for what's felt like ages. Um, yeah. But this is basically a remaster of Diablo 2. Uh, but I don't know if I was expecting it to be as ex- as extensive as it is, because looking at the graphics, it looks quite different, like full 3D graphics. Uh, oh, yeah. It looks quite gorgeous. Um, yeah, it, they definitely changed engines. <laughs> yeah. I almost wonder if they're using the one that they used for four or not. I'm yeah, it seems seems very possible. Uh, it looks great uh, from the stuff I've seen. And it's pretty cool that it's coming to console. So I assume they're going to be doing a little bit of a, of a consoleification with the controls because uh, the original one was not very controller-friendly. Uh, or even, like, very well. have keyboard support. Because I know, like, softly, some of these consoles support keyboard support as well. So I wonder if you can yeah. do, like something with that but that's true that is true yeah you can use your keyboard and mouse on ps4 now so but uh yeah no uh i don't know if i picked this up on consoles personally i'd probably just play it on pc but uh, definitely they did say there's cross progression so if you wanted to play on both presumably your characters would and their progress would carry over um we got new details on overwatch 2 nothing too crazy or surprising they did mention that there was going to be some new missions that like would act sort of like single player story, but also to like, right. I guess there were sort of missions that I thought when we saw overwatch two last time that like you could change your abilities and maybe customize your hero a bit more than you could in the first, but they say that that's actually only for the PVE mode, not PVP. So, um, uh-huh. Sounds like PvP will be more or less the same as it was before, which is kind of interesting. Um, but uh, So the skill tree stuff they were talking about is all just for the PvE stuff? 
Yeah, which mm. I kind of mm-hmm. wanted that in PvP. Something a little yeah. different, but I get it because from a competitive standpoint, it balancing really gets wise, be, yeah, yeah. So, but um, yeah, well, Overwatch Two. I'm probably gonna play it, even if I don't. I feel like I feel like with Overwatch Two, I'm gonna be got peer pressured into playing it because all of my friends want to play it. So. Yeah, I think by oh. the time it comes out, I will have been away from it long enough where I'll be interested in playing it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sony State of Play, and there's a lot of stuff here we could probably just quickly gloss over because it was kind of uneventful. It felt like I was hoping yeah. there would be some more like Sony exclusives announced, stuff like that, but really it wasn't yeah. too much. Um, a lot of indies. Yeah. The big thing was the FF7 remake, Integrade, which was right. announced for PS5. Uh, we talked about that before, but that's basically your PS5 upgrade for PS, or for Final Fantasy VII. Uh, there was a po- apparently also a um, uh, a sort of like a new chapter or something like that that was included as well. So Yeah, yuffy DLC stuff <laughs> it is. That's fine. I mean, that's yeah. cool. Like adding adding more story is always cool. Like uh, I'm just I'll be curious to see how long it is and how much it's going to cost. Because yeah. uh, if it's like a thirty dollar thing for a couple hours of gameplay, like it, yeah, whatever, I'm not that excited about that. But it looked cool though. Yeah, I think the biggest thing here is. Uh, yeah, that, and then there was some other, like, stuff. I'm just gonna uh, quickly go over it. I don't, we can maybe talk about what stood out to us, but, like, Kina, Bridge of Spirits, that's coming out August 24th. Returnal got a bit of a look of, of its gameplay. Oddworld yep. Soulstorm, uh, they showed off a little bit of that. They showed off the PS5 version of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Dodgeball, Game Knockout, it's getting a beta. Uh, then they also showed off uh, some gameplay and stuff from Sifu, Solar Ash, Five Nights at Freddy's, Security Breach, and uh, Death Loop. Again, these are all games mm. that like I don't know if they're on everyone's radar. Maybe it's very much like a selective case. Um, yeah, I mean the the Kina game uh, looks pretty great, uh, just graphically uh, stunning, and uh, it looks like an action RPG kind of platformer thing. So I, I was pretty interested in that one. Uh, Oddworld looked pretty good. Yeah. Although they called it like 2.9D, which I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were like, it's not 2.5D, it's not 3D, it's 2.9D. So you got all this added depth to the 2D stuff. And I'm like, it just, it's just 2.5D. It's still 2.5D, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, it's... it. It looks good. Uh, the gameplay looks very much like you know the old school uh, Oddworld stuff, where you're uh, possessing things. But they they basically said it's going to have a lot of different ways to to complete things in that game. Like so, you could be stealthy. You can you can do some sneaky stuff. Uh, you could possess people and do some weird shit that way. So it looked really cool. Uh, I'm pretty excited to play that. I think that's coming out like in. Uh, april and i think they said something about it being free on ps plus or something like that so that was kind of cool yeah um yeah the five nights at freddy's game also i was kind of interested in that just because it was like a full like first person game which they've not really done for those they're usually just like sit in a room and wait for things to come in the room um so yeah it'd be kind of cool to play one of those as actual character that moves around Mm hmm yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of eh. <laughs> a lot of yeah. That's oh, exactly yeah. it. And like, 
I don't know. My biggest takeaway was I'm getting Crash 4 for P- uh, PC. And I saw how good it looked on PS5. And I'm like, this will probably be how good it looks on PC. <laughs> it's probably yep. my big takeaway. And so I'm like, I just don't care. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of this was eh. honestly could have probably been done elsewhere or something, but yeah, I, could have been know. an email. Exactly, <laughs> could have been an email. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, there was also a, a, well, two Nintendo directs. One was for a more general Nintendo one, and one was a Pokemon direct. Um, I, I think the Nintendo one was the most disappointing one because there wasn't really too much yeah. else announced. I'm not going to touch on the indie stuff on that one because that's kind of eh. Uh, the big things with that one were Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is getting an HD remastered, whether you Finally. care about that or not. <laughs> uh, you know, I know that's not the most popular Zelda game, but uh, it's a, it's it's going to be something. Um, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockouts coming to Switch. Sure. You know, that's, yay. <laughs> it seems very much in Nintendo's wheelhouse of like a game that they that like people on switch would want to play so i honestly yeah. thought it was already out on switch because it just seemed like something they would have done exactly. so i was surprised right. that it wasn't already there it it, it kind of yeah strikes me like that too like i was kind of surprised i was like wait it's not on switch already yeah. um and then the thing is there's some new dlc fire for smash brothers ultimate which is someone from the... oh yeah xenoblade yeah another sword character which another anime lady with movie. yep yep thanks nintendo hooray where's waluigi god damn it <laughs> yeah just i don't know what the fuck's going on in nintendo but like it, they did confirm that they were working on uh the breath of the wild sequel still but yeah, that was like yeah, um, yeah. But then oddly, they did a, a separate Pokemon direct like a week later, and this one was actually pretty good. Um, I I I mean, the big thing were that two new Pokemon games got announced. You got Pro- Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, obviously remakes of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which were the first ones that came out on DS. Not mm-hmm. my favorite Pokemon games. Uh, but it's a very much a generational thing. Certain kids that were younger than I am, for many of them, that was their first Pokemon game. So I think there's some nostalgia there. Looks okay, but it doesn't look nearly as good as I expected it to look. Because being a remake of a DS game, like it pretty much looks like the original game, except slightly polished graphics. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, did they did they redo the art for it, or does it just look like they kind of like fixed up the textures and stuff, and it just kind of mostly looks like textures. Like uh, when you look uh, at like Let's Go, hmm. like Let's Go had like a very good art style. Very, much, I was expecting like something like Let's Go, but it just it pretty much is the same top down camera with some yeah. textures and stuff. It, it's uh, here's the thing, I'm probably gonna pick it up still, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> whether I'm like you know this is not the most exciting Pokemon game that I'm g- gonna be the most excited for but they showed off a new one called Pokemon Legends Arceus this one is weird so very much Breath of the Wild style fully yeah. the world but it's also Pokemon set in the past so yeah like oh, like it all these people are in like these ninja outfits and the pokeballs look different but like everything in terms of like capturing pokemon and battling pokemon all seems to 
take place more fluidly in this open world, which seems really weird. Um, yeah. And oh, like the thing with Arceus, at least the, that Pokemon in the lore is that he's considered like the god of that universe. And so I'm guessing they're probably doing like, oh yeah, he was here before like everything was established in the world and all this. Um, so yeah, no, that's um, yeah, Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus. That one's coming next year, but I don't know, it looks interesting, more interesting than the Diamond and Pearl remakes. Yeah, I I was definitely intrigued by that one just because the open world aspect of it seemed pretty cool. I'm curious, like it didn't look like there was like like a separate battle screen or anything. Like, they were just throwing pokeballs out in the real world, and yeah. I, I'm curious to see how the gameplay is actually going to be. It just seems so point. fluid. Like everything is just yeah. one one continuous sort of thing going on, rather than load to a battle screen or load to a Pokemon. Right. Through. Yeah. I, I I kind of like that. I find it like there was one point where like he was crouching in a bush and he just tossed a Pokeball out, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Pokemon Snap, we got some more details for that. That's coming out in like a month or two. So, uh, yeah. Nice. I I'm I'm very much excited for Pokemon Snap, if only just because the original was so much fun, and I'm just excited for more Pokemon Snap. So, have they said is it a remake of the original or is it a completely new thing? It's a completely new thing. I mean, they're gonna okay. have some Pokemon in there that didn't appear in the last one because the last one I think sure. came out around the same time as Gen Two. So obviously we've had like a ton of other Pokemon since then. So yeah, I think ninety eight or ninety nine, maybe maybe. Yeah, it was like what, early. Nintendo 64 era, so yeah, yeah. Um, Sony announced that they're working on a PSVR for PlayStation 5. Not that surprising, but maybe surprising in that I don't often know if I feel like PSVR has been that much of a success. So it sounds like they, I mean, they're doing enough where you consistently see them showing off psvr games so like i don't know like they must either be selling enough units where people think it's okay to keep putting out software for or like just the sales for how many units they're selling are pretty good i guess for the for the actual software because there's not a ton of games for it maybe i don't know it's it doesn't seem like the the psvr is nearly as impressive as some of the other vr headsets so i'm curious to see like what kind of upgrades you're going to throw in the ps5 uh version of it Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, it seems like I, I wonder how much they're actually going to support it or if it's just going to be like it is now with PS4 where it's just this peripheral that they occasionally support. It's hard yeah. for me to get excited for PSVR when I've seen how they've supported it on PS4. So it, it is what it is. You know, I, I think people who are excited for it are going to pick it up and you know hopefully they fix the cable issue with that because that's the one thing i know with that one is like it's a fucking mess when it comes to cables seven cables going in through your your back of your playstation and a power cable separate Um, and yeah it's a it's i think they fixed it a little bit with a new iteration but it's still like nowhere close to being intuitive so that and the I, the, the biggest problem i have with it, the way the camera setup is like i don't know how you do full like 360 motion like you can't kind of turn your back to the tv because of the way the cameras are so like the 
the quest setup that you basically just have cameras in the headset just seems way more uh, robust than than having a camera on top of your TV that's that's got two points that you can track. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do. Um. Yeah. Square Enix announced Hawkeye will be joining uh, Marvel's Avengers alongside its next-gen upgrade on March 18th. Uh, Yay! Enough to breathe life into <laughs> Avengers? Probably not. Uh, but, uh. Yeah. I think that game may be dead. I, I hate to say it, but I think the, the people have moved on. Uh, yep. I mean, it was fun. Like, I definitely played it, but, like, uh, I think, one, the, the cadence of which they're putting out content not fast enough because they just didn't have enough to do in the end game. Like they put out that Kate Bishop shit and then that yeah, was months ago already. So yeah. Disappointing. Um, I don't know, I'll check it out. Yeah, no, I, I, I will too. I mean, I own the game. I might as well, but I, I do partially kind of wonder, you know, what this will do for the, the rest of the fan base. Right. But, hey, Hawkeye, we're going to get someone that hopefully plays a little differently. Although probably not. I'm more excited about the performance upgrades on the PS5 than I am the content, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So that, that, there's that. That'll that'll be fun. Well, we'll see. I, 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 you know, it'll be free, but I think they they have like the path or whatever, like or like there's some sort of like uh, battle pass type thing that you can pay for. So you know, I, yeah. it's a free character, but I think in order to get stuff, you might have to. Pay extra if you want. Yeah, if you want costumes and and yeah. uh, emotes and stuff, I think you pay for that. That yeah. crap. Yeah. Um, we're gonna pour one out for Anthem because Anthem 2.0, also known as Anthem Next, has been canceled by Bioware. The studio has announced that they're ceasing all new production on and development on the game. So yeah, unsurprising. Mm-hmm. I I think. I think if they had done it with a little bit more urgency, like it would have been fine. But because they, hit, it, I mean, Anthem came out what two years ago already, maybe three. Has it been? Two? I think it's two. Uh, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, just that long after it's come out, where they haven't really done anything with it, and now they're like still talking about doing stuff with. Like people would have to rebuy the game on next gen. So who the fuck's gonna want to do that if they paid for a broken? Uh, Anthem 1.0. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. seemed like an inevitable uh, result the way that the, the timeline has gone. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it, it's just it never seemed to really be a case where that game was ever going to probably recover. And I mean, I know they probably were hoping that 2.0 or next or whatever it was called was going to fix it, but clearly, you know, they weren't confident enough in it to release it. Yeah. it it was yeah i mean i i don't know what the release timeline was but i'm guessing they were looking at it just going like no there's no saving this i mean and they got the new mass effect and new dragon age coming out so i think it's better they just focus yeah. on that and just say hey here's these two established franchises that people like let's just make really solid next entries for both of them and just go from there so yeah uh, also, mm-hmm. too, I didn't put this in the notes, but they did say that the next Dragon Age would be solely single player, no yep, multiplayer. Thanks, Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I mean, this shouldn't be that surprising because Dragon Age was always single player. But right, I mean, mm-hmm. good that you didn't try to ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
more PS4 exclusives are coming to PC. Uh, Days Gone's coming to PC this spring, and then they did say that they're working on some others. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. That's what I want. <laughs> if they put out Spider-Man like with mod support, that would be Oh, my God, amazing. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Days Gone coming to PC. I Part of me thinks, cool. Hopefully that brings some more people to the table to play that game. I know I was thinking of picking it up and trying it because I was curious. But now that it's coming to PC, I think I'll play it on there and see how it plays on there. I will say if you ever are planning on getting a PS5, you get it for free, I believe. It's like part of that. It's that PS4 on PS5 collection that they do. uh, That's just included with PS Plus. But it is good. It's it's a good game. Decent. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. The this this is cool. I think it just also is maybe reactionary to the fact that like uh, Microsoft has been so embracing of PC uh, culture and infrastructure in terms of like, having their games out. Sony yeah. in this case is a little bit behind them on this, so I think this is them trying to play catch up. And yeah, uh, I think this just benefits gamers. I mean, whether you want to play on your PS4, PS5, or PC. I think in a ideal world, you can play on whatever you want, right? Right. Um, the PC has always been like that neutral ground, and I think in the past, like I remember in like the ni- late '90s and 2000s, like there were PC ports that were inferior to the console ones. But I think nowadays it could be pretty one to one. Like I know Horizon Zero Dawn is out on PC, and people are saying it's pretty much comparable to the con- console counterpart. So, hmm. oh, really? Yeah, so I was gonna play it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it's like it's pretty good. So if you want to play it, it's it's a solid enough game. Um, <laughs> the Stadia version of Journey to the Savage Planet contains a major bug um, that pretty much makes it unplayable. But in a ironic bit of thing here, uh, Google closed the game's developer, so no one knows how to fix the bug. <laughs> Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. heard about this. Yeah. Come on. Which I don't know. I mean, Journey. I, I, it was never really on my radar, but I just think it's kind of sad that like, you know, it's still being sold. Like it's still, um, mm-hmm. you know, up for sale. Like I think even on Steam and all that. Like you can buy this game still, and it just has a very critical bug. I don't know if it's just on Stadia or if it's like on other platforms as well, but. Mm, yeah, I know it is like sort of their own original game that they were that they put out, I think. Okay. And since then like now it's been fixed. Um but yeah, it's just like how did how did they not realize hey, if we spent a shitload of money on marketing and tooting our own horn about how great this is that we're going to run out of money and you know, there's no games there to show for it. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. So then they're like, okay, we gotta lay off people now. So like, I don't know. Yeah, the Stadia like a management idiot, or yeah. yeah, management like mistake. Yeah. The the Stadia experiment seemed like it was destined for failure. <laughs> I just unsurprised that they did not make a ton of money off of it just based on their model. I mean, it just seems like the technology is not still quite it's... ready for it interesting that like other companies have taken what stadia have done and like they're just incorporated into their existing model yeah exactly in a way it's like 
Stadia kind of reminded like the bigger companies like, hey, this might be viable. And I do think there's something to it. But yeah, it's also I think it's more so something that you're going to see Microsoft and Sony and yep. all these other companies incorporating something like Stadia. And so mm -hmm. I don't know where Stadia is at right now, but I feel like it's probably not long for this world. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the writing seems to be on the wall if they're closing all their internal studios <laughs> yeah if we can't afford to pay our own people like how are we going to license anything i don't know <laughs> yeah exactly okay final bit of news and this is probably the most exciting for me personally is Baldur gates three fourth patch is coming out on tuesday i think uh it's adding druids new spells loaded dice and the ability to view and steal a multiplayer partner's inventory and spells mm -hmm. uh the big thing here is druids. Obviously, this is the first new class they've added. Uh, yeah. Also, very interesting too because the druids grove is a pretty uh, prominent uh, locale early on in the game, At, and they say like now that you play as a druid, there will be some interesting interactions there. So, I mean, obviously, mm. I'm pretty excited to go to druids grove as a druid and see what goes down. Um. Yeah, they're adding some more spells. A lot of this is druid stuff, but also like some other spells for other classes as well. I think they were saying like 130 or something new spells, so that'll be kind of cool. Uh, loaded dice basically means that like if you try to re-roll and you keep getting bad rolls, they'll eventually give you a good roll to balance it out. So this is an option that you can turn on or off, but basically if you turn it on, it mm, might just make the experience nice. slightly more easier for you i guess mm -hmm. yeah okay. and then yeah. just pray to rngs that you did get better rolls that's all i i've <laughs> usually the rng in that game is not that bad for me so yeah i'm not that worried about it but they, they'll also say too that like it could work the other way where if you keep getting a lot of good rolls it could give you a bad roll to even things mm -hmm. out so i'm probably just gonna keep it off because i don't think i ever have too many bad rolls so yeah i mean I'm even sorry. like it, it, it can only get so bad. I, you'd have to be really shitty to to have like enough bad rolls where it's like, oh man, I, I just give me a, give me a win here. <laughs> I think also too, like you have to understand like what your character's traits are at, like where where you're good right. at, what you're not good at. So yeah, you don't want to use stealth when you're a like you know a fighter. Like why? Yeah, <laughs> shouldn't be doing that anyway. So like no. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, this is coming out, yeah. The, they didn't announce a release date, but then I saw on Steam it had queued up a update for Tuesday, so presumably that is this patch number four. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. So, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's get on to what we've been playing slash reviews. Uh, Jamie, why don't you start us off this week? Sure. So uh, I haven't been playing a too much new stuff. Uh, I, I played a little bit more of the Paper Mario Origami King, uh, which I talked about last time. I'm still picking away through it. Uh, still having a lot of fun with it. The humor is is still uh, enjoyable, and I'm finding it uh, a lot of fun to like look for all these like hidden paper toads that you have to find in the game. So uh, still highly recommend it. Um, and uh, I'm just slowly beating it uh i'm also still playing through control which um i'm i'm maybe like halfway through it uh my my playthrough um 
if I recall correctly. So I just, I'm just trying to get through the game so that I can get to the DLC stuff uh, at the end of it. Um, but yeah, it's still also very good. Uh, and then I'm playing more Black Ops Cold War. Uh, the new season came out on, I think, Wednesday last week. Uh, so season two of Black Ops is out. Uh, with that, though, they did release a couple um, new things. So season two brought a new map, which is, I think it's called Apocalypse. It's a uh, map that's set in the jungle. It's, I've played it only like once or twice, and I hate it. Uh, so there's that. Uh, it's just got a lot of shitty little corners that I don't like because people... Uh, I have to learn the map better, I guess. Once I get once I get more familiar with it, it won't be so trashy. But uh, for now, every time I see it come up in the in the queue, I'm like, God damn it! Someone voted off, please. Um, and then the I think the more interesting thing that they put out in this release uh, with this season is this mode called uh, what the hell is it called? Is it Outbreak? Uh, shit, I can't remember the name of it now. So basically, there's a new zombies mode, uh, and it's more of like an open world kind of thing. Uh, so like, there's large maps that that are just kind of open, and you can just kind of explore them and find things to do on the map. So like, uh, based on you know where you start on the map, you might find that oh, I can run over here and do this event that uh, you know once I finish it, I'll get a giant. Uh, ton of points to spend on upgrades or if i finish this i might get like a box that i could open up that has some more rare items in it uh, but basically like the way it works is you play like a large map uh you have to complete an objective that gives you access to a beacon and then once you get to the beacon you can either try to do an exfiltration where you exit and like get some rewards for for completing it or you can bump up the difficulty to the next level and then try to play on a slightly harder mode where you get better rewards. Um, so, like, I think I've made it to like the third level so far, where like you've 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 used the portal three times, and it gets three times harder. Um, and you get more dark crystals that you can use for upgrades to your skills and guns and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, I think that's like up to four players can play it. I played it with one of my buddies and then two random people. The issue I was having was like the random people just didn't want to be on the same page as us because we were like trying to do one thing while everyone else is doing uh, or the other two guys were doing their own thing. And it kind of got a little messy here and there where like me and my buddy would be dying and like they'd be across the map doing whatever the fuck they were trying to do. Uh, so I think it'd be better if you're playing with four people or just doing a private game so you're not waiting for you know other people to do uh, what you want to do. Because basically, every time you want to jump to the next level, you have to do a vote. And so if, like, if the other people aren't you know, on the same page as you, they're just like, okay, whatever, we'll just keep farming crap on this map until we want to go, and then it gets kind of boring. Um, but yeah. Uh, overall, I'm pretty pleased with it. I think I'll keep playing that mode over the... Um, the regular zombies maps because i think there's just more to do um and it just kind of takes a little longer it it doesn't seem like there's anything too crazy as far as like uh i don't know you fight some harder enemies more often in that mode i guess um but yeah it's it's fun uh I'm trying to think if there's anything else in that uh season two update i don't think so i think that's the, the gist of it uh there's they they're doing a big event right now to like promote it where if you 
complete some certain objectives in that and in Warzone, because they added some zombie stuff into Warzone to promote it as well. Uh, you can get some special blueprints. So I've been doing some of those challenges as well. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. Uh, the last thing I've been playing, uh, Kurt, you talked about it last week, uh, was Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I picked that up because uh, my buddy was playing through uh, 3D World for the first time, and I was like, hey, I'll pick it up and I'll play with him a little bit. Uh, and then I basically just ran through the whole thing. I, I wasn't expecting to play 3D World much at all, and I basically got to the point now where I have one level left to do, and then I'm 100% done with it. So <laughs> I think I have like 380 stars or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It's it's not an overly difficult game. No, it's not. the The only parts that get hard are like the the last couple worlds, like uh, that you unlock. They're they're a little trickier to to get all the the items in them. But the last level in the game, it's like Champions Road, I think is what it's called. It's infuriating. Uh, <laughs> I've uh, I've been on it for like a couple days, where I've just like I'll play it and I'll. I'll get to a certain point because there's no checkpoints in it and you have to get to like uh, the end basically in one life uh, or just I, you need to do the whole thing over again, which is kind of annoying. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Once I finish that, uh, I'll be done with that game and I will I will not play that anymore. <laughs> uh, but the Bowser's Fury portion of it, I have, I've been enjoying quite a bit um, as well. Uh, the open world part uh, of that seems pretty cool uh so basically like the the island system that they have where you just kind of like are playing levels within larger piece of an open world is, is pretty cool uh it's very much breath of the wild in mario form uh, i would love to play a full game that is kind of set up this way rather than just this like smaller piece because it seems like i'm probably almost done with it now and i've only been playing it for like maybe three hours tops i think i have like 20 something uh cat shines and it just feels like the next time i fight bowser might be the 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 one that uh is the end of the game just based on how much of the map is revealed right now um but i really kind of dig the 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 openness of it and how you can kind of just be like oh i'll just go do this now and and get some stars and or whatever the hell there's shines and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting take on it. The fact that you basically can have like an inventory of items that you can just kind of switch to at any time is just a weird um, thing to get used to. Because like normally in the in the right re- in the regular three D world game, like you always have like one item you're holding uh, and you can switch it to it uh, at will. And this one, you can have one of each kind or five of each each kind of item. So you could just kind of basically at on demand. Oh, I need the cat suit to get up this this wall here. I'll just switch to it real quick and then switch back off. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think I would be I would be interested to see if they're going to use this as like a blueprint for the next Mario game uh, because it feels like something that they could really expand upon to make it into something really cool. Um, but yeah, I think for me that the Bowser's Fury, uh, tacked on with the rest of the 3D world, uh, I give it a, probably like a nine out of 10. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and my time with 3D world was, uh, was good when I, when I went back to it, it it's aged well, I think. Nice. Cool. 
Anything else you've been playing lately? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. I, yeah, nothing else. Okay. Uh, I can go next. Um, yeah. Big thing is Bravely Default 2 that came out on Friday. Uh, Nintendo was nice enough to provide me a review code for it. Uh, I'm going to say yeah, I enjoyed this quite a bit. It, uh, with the strong asterisk slash stipulation that this is a JRPG at its core, traditional JRPG at its core. And I think, you know, in the last few years, we've seen sort of RPGs and JRPGs move away from the traditional turn-based tactical sort of gameplay and move towards more of like an action RPG uh, format. I think whichever you prefer is ultimately subjectively up to, up to you, but know that... Bravely Default 2 sort of still keeps that JRPG turn-based combat, and it feels in some ways nostalgic in a way, uh, and I kind of liked it for that, but also, too, it does feel like it's lacking some of the stuff that you would see in, like, a modern RPG, and even compared to, like, the original Bravely Default, I don't feel like there's enough here that's different, and I think knowing that this is just more Bravely Default... It's going to be up to you as to whether you think that that's something that you want necessarily more of or not. Um, I would say, though, that like I'm around six hours in. I'm enjoying the gameplay. I'm enjoying the story. I'm enjoying the different jobs that you can pick up. Uh, right now, I'm like a black mage, I want to say. So I'm doing like a lot, a lot of elemental magic and stuff like that. Uh, it is good. I'm, I'm sitting right now at like an eight out of 10. I haven't completed the full game, but like, I'll, I'll give a full review next time once I've completed it. But I would recommend this for somebody who's a RPG fan. Uh, there's probably enough here. If you're an old school RPG fan that you'll enjoy. Nice. Um, I also finished up super Mario 3d world and Bowser's fury. Uh, I talked on it a little bit last week or last time we recorded, uh, but I've since completed it. I, I do... It is a very relatively easy game to breeze through. I think the Bowser's Fury was probably, like, slightly more difficult. It felt like. Um, yeah. And in a way that, like... I think it's just because it's, like, the new content. It felt like they could pretty much play around with it in ways that could make it more interesting and difficult. But I, I did enjoy Bowser's Fury. If it's... If even... It's not as long as i would hope but i did like some of the concepts like especially like when you get to be the big cat mario and stuff that's kind of cool it's like very like godzilla versus kong kind of so yeah dragon ball z cat mario <laughs> yeah i think like last time i was setting at an eight out of ten i think it's still an eight out of ten for me i think this is not the strongest mario entry but i think it's still still well worth picking up so yeah uh, I would still set at an eight out of ten. I think it's, yeah, it's it's worth a worth a playthrough, uh, especially if you've got like a family or even like friends that you can play with. That would make it even better. So yeah, it's definitely more fun with other people. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is it only online co-op? No, you can do couch co-op and can? Oh, and awesome. uh, online. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um. Okay. Uh, next up uh, are all older games that I can still keep playing. Baldur's Gate 3. 
Uh, I know the past four will kill off my save files, so I've just been playing through a little bit. Not as much, but uh, I did play as a cleric, which I don't play a ton of cleric, but I was having a little bit of fun with that. I don't think cleric's ever going to be my go-to class, but it was still kind of fun to play. I still just love the mm-hmm. graphics of that game and the story and everything. Like It's so fun, and I'm really excited for them yeah. to flesh it out more. Man, yeah, even watching, like, some of the footage about, like, the new Druid class, I, I, it just makes me want to play it so bad, but I have to, like, unlike you, I feel like I need to stop myself and wait for the game to be, like, done-done before I play it. I don't know yeah. why, but I just feel like that's what I want to do, but it's hard, because <laughs> no, I want to totally. play it. I, I, and here's the thing, it's just, it, you have to recognize it's not a fully complete game, um... I should reiterate for those who don't know, it's only the first act of the game. And then it's only some of the classes, some of the races and some of the schools. So like there's different schools with each class. So like, for instance, mage, there's Mm. only two schools available. Whereas like there's going to be school of necromancy and stuff like that, which I'm waiting for quite a bit. I really want to just play as a necromancer. I actually was playing through and I played this like little subplot or like side mission where you actually get a staff that can raise the dead. And that's the cool. closest I've gotten to like necromancy in the game. And it was kind of cool to play around with. So it was just tucked in a little corner. I just did the side quest and all of a sudden it's like, oh, here's a staff where you can raise the dead. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> cool. um, so yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I, one of these days, Jamie, we got to play multiplayer. I know we haven't uh, done it yet. I know. Yep. Maybe yep. when patch number four comes out, because we can view and steal each other's inventory, apparently. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I feel like I'm too kind-hearted to ever steal anyone's inventory, but we'll see. Uh, I've also been playing the Crash Insane Trilogy on PC. Uh, I played through one and two, and I was playing through three. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's I like it on PC. It actually looks gorgeous on PC. Um so there's that uh nothing too much else to say uh i just was on a huge 3d platformer kick with super mario 3d world and crash insane trilogy so um i've been playing probably the most is apex legends uh that came out on steam and i've been playing it through there uh man uh apex legends still go strong uh there's a lot to the game that I still really enjoy. And I think it's probably in my opinion, the strongest of those battle Royale type games. So yeah, it's, it's a solid enough game. I I still really enjoy it. And I, I kind of hope that they kind of maybe make progression in that game a little better. I think that's the one holdback for me is I feel like progression feels a little slow and a little too slanted towards the payment uh, method to unlock stuff, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, then finally, I've been playing a little more Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, just barely. I, I don't know what's taking me so long to beat this game. I think it's just like <laughs> it's weird because I want to get through it, but I'm just like, nah. Uh, I was doing a few more story missions. I, I feel like one of these days I just have to sit down and beat that game, but cool. Dennis, what about you? Yeah. What have you been playing? Uh, not a whole lot of new stuff. Still playing through Control. 
Um, still a fantastic game. Gosh, I I should play more. I don't know why I've been like busy or something, but mm. uh, I'm pretty pretty close to the end. I can kind of feel it. I've also unlocked sort of like the starting missions of the DLC, and you know the I the way like in the game there's like uh there's they're not cutscenes but they're like sometimes when you get to a certain point in the story or a certain area of like the map uh the previous director kind of talks to you through sort of like almost like this vision um but when you get to like the beginning of the dlc that sort of happens but it's alan wake typing on his typewriter and <laughs> you know sort of mumbling and talking about you um jesse in like sort of a third person and telling you you hey you should take this elevator and go go down to some somewhere i didn't go yet because i didn't want to start the dlc until i finished the game but i thought that was pretty neat but i'm i'm super psyched for that part i really because i loved both of the alan wake games i i want to see what like you know fun sort of twists they do in this dlc so yeah I'm, i think i'm almost done i think i'm probably need to play through maybe 10 20 more hours of it uh okay yeah that doesn't sound like i'm almost done Anyways, uh, great game. Still like 9 out of 10. Um, maybe I might even go higher. We'll see how the DLCs play out. But I'm loving it. The gameplay is just so solid. There's like really interesting boss battles too. And because it's sort of set in this like paranormal-ish world, all the fun like... How do you say it? Like the setting can change very drastically despite being sort of the same if that makes sense like yeah. it's all set in this building but because the building's like supernatural there are very interesting ways that it could like change the building either just through like the way that like the walls look or like i think i got into an area where the building sort of like corkscrews and you just it just felt so disorienting but man it was so cool just to walk through and look <laughs> around um yeah, great game. I'm going to keep playing that. Nice. Uh, what else have I been doing? Oh, yeah, like when I'm like sort of on the downtime, I've been sort of playing City Skylines more. Um, started on a new city recently, and it's been it's been really fun. Uh, it's just sort of one of those like kind of brainless, not quite brainless games, but it just always has like something new that throws at you as you're building your city because generally like the whole point of it is to grow it and you're always gonna say uh like oh it looks like my city needs more like of you know residential areas or more like commercial areas or things like that and it's just you know i think it just like sort of tickles my brain in the right way because i really enjoy these kind of games so yeah if you haven't played it and you like those city building games i i highly recommend this like this is a really solid title it's kind of older but there's mods out there that people can uh, that people have made and you can just, you know, add on to it and have unique buildings or like just ease of use tools or things like that. Really great. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh, right. So there's, I tried this game just yesterday with some friends actually. So I haven't put really any hours into it, but I wanted to talk about it because I never heard of this. This is called Deep Rock Galactic and it's been out for like, at least like three years 2018 i believe but it kind of reminds me of the game that we played together the the dinosaur one uh second extinction okay. where it's meant to be like sort of a four player co-op um sort of game right like but but the thing is they they do a lot of really good things in there in that they 
combine sort of the fun aspects of various other games. Whereas, like, the uh, second extinction was okay, right? It wasn't bad, but, like, the missions were uh, sort of just, like, go to point A and then point B and, like, do some stuff there. With this game, it's rather interesting because it's all procedurally generated, and you play as a space dwarf kind of character, and all your teammates are space dwarfs, and you sort of have roles. Uh, there's, like, four classes, and your goal is you're mining, right? So you're kind of, like asteroid mining or you're on a planet and you're mining for resources like gold or whatever like made up you know mineral there are mm -hmm. and it takes sort of the minecraft aspect of that where you're like mining a lot uh with a pickaxe it takes uh sort of the vermitide um and or like left for dead sort of gameplay where as you're mining sometimes hordes of these enemies alien insects come at you and you and your four, uh, three teammates, like four of you total, will basically have to survive the uh, horde of enemies coming at you while trying to continue your mission of like mining resources and going through this like procedurally generated tunnel and mining through like holes from cavern to cavern. Um, and then at the very end, when you've accomplished your goal of like, hey, getting X amount of this resource and that resource, you basically now have. Uh, you know, have to find your way back. There's sort of like a guide because you have this sort of robot with you that takes uh, all of the minerals you take uh, that you've like mined. And when you're done, that starts going back to like your ship where you landed. And it leaves like sort of a trail of lights for you to follow back to the ship. And you and your teammates are supposed to basically rush back to the ship because at that point, the horde is just like coming at you nonstop. So it it's, takes like a lot of really good ideas from various games. I'm yeah, so I was pretty surprised. I haven't heard of this, but it, it plays pretty well. If you got friends and you sort of enjoy these like Left 4 Dead sort of time type of games, I think it's it's really solid. Like right now, I think it's like free for the weekend on Steam, which is why I gave it a shot with my friends. Um, but oh, I don't know what the usual price is. I think like if it's like thirty bucks or less, I think it's worth it, especially if you got some folks to play with. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I've been playing. Nice. Uh, cool. I guess that's it for this week. Um, yeah. Hope, I, I can't imagine we'll have as much news as we did this week. Next week, there's next time before, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna finish up. Um, Brave mm -hmm. Default Two. Get back to you guys in two weeks about that. But uh, yeah, until next time, everybody. Bye for now. Bye bye.